Who's the Boss? Won't be seen tonight, so we can bring you a very special episode of The Gen X Files. Welcome to The Gen X Files. I'm Jim. I'm Adam. And today's another episode of For, For the, the Stepdads. Stepdads. Yeah, your dippy old stepdads are here to <laughs> talk about 90s horror movies and let you know what we're watching and playing. Yeah, it's uh, October, you know, uh, Halloween month. Spooktober. Spooktober. Or Rocktober. Remember Rocktober? Rocktober. Yeah, Rocktober was all about rock and roll, baby. Oh, no, I don't remember Rocktober. Yeah. <laughs> was that an MTV thing? I don't know. It was on was radio stations. Oh, Rocktober. Okay. What was that station with Kevin and Bean? Um, K-Rock? K-Rock, yeah. I think K-Rock used to do Rocktober. Rocktober. K-R-O-Q, yeah. Which I have not listened to a second of since Kevin and Bean's show went off the air. Neither have I. Neither have uh, I. I feel, it's weird. I feel like October, uh, which is generally, you know, all scary stuff all year, I or all month, I watched a lot of stuff the first few couple weeks yeah. of October. I feel like Halloween kind of peaked early. Like, it's weird. I don't know. I mean... Yeah, well, I mean, you've been busy, too. You had, that's you true. Too. You guys were, we were on visiting yeah. your your uh, Phoebe's sister. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, you've been while, doing but stuff. It's, yeah, but I mean, but that was for a Halloween party. It just, I don't know. It just feels weird. I did watch a lot of YouTube stuff. Maybe that's why, because I, I didn't even really play that many video games. I would sit down to play something, and then suddenly I was, like, going down YouTube rabbit holes of weird, spooky stuff. Well, at least it's spooky stuff and not conspiracy stuff. Cause, oh, God. No. You know, it's dangerous for middle-aged men <laughs> to see that stuff because it uh, uh, affects yeah. us. The one channel that I watched, and I've talked about them before, but I, when it started getting really weird, I stopped watching it. I was like, hey, you're getting a little too conspiracy crazy. <laughs> yeah. Going to get well, away from that. That always blows, too, when you start to like something, and then you kind of dig around the edges. and It's like, ooh, man, you are... Well, you're racist. Yeah. <laughs> or, or something. I mean, it's usually some little yeah. nasty pellet that's, that's buried in there somewhere. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So... Um, 90s movies, such a fun month. Oh, yeah. Uh, Tremors is fantastic. I think Tremors is it's close, man. Tremors and Scream, it's very close. I think Tremors by, might be my favorite 90s. Well, maybe Tremors is my favorite 90s quote-unquote horror movie, but Scream is my favorite franchise, I suppose. Yeah. Well, it's also, even though it was only six years apart, very different times. Yeah. <laughs> like, I really look at Tremors as more of, like, almost a holdover from the 80s, you know, of, like, it's still being kind of having that 80s feel to it. Right. Uh, it's still, but it also shares that kind of comedy horror yes. aspect with Scream and. Yes. You know, yes. and again, a character driven yeah. horror film rather than a. I mean, I think all of the films this month were, were character driven or. Oh, films. yes, definitely, definitely. A little uh, cut above your soulless mute. Right. You know, right. tank killers that just <laughs> light them on fire and blow them up, and they still keep coming. He's just, coming. He's coming. Yeah. yeah, I haven't watched any of the classics this this uh, Halloween season. None of the Freddies or Jasons or I, Michael Myers. Yeah, I keep being like, oh, maybe. Maybe it's because we did watch all these 90s movies that I – and they really are very singular, unique films. Uh, uh, you know, I – I think maybe because of that, like, it's hard to go back. Although, uh, Friday the 13th is so good. I've almost started it, like, ten times. Yeah. I'm just like, ah. I was thinking about Hollywood H2O to kind of go along with oh, this yeah. month's uh, yeah, 90s. Yeah, yeah. 
you know, dealy deals. And maybe uh, New Nightmare, too. I'm thinking, I'm thinking about... Actually, yeah. That would be a good one to watch. I have not seen that in a long, long time. No. You know, some of the... I think... I think the Nightmare on Elm Street movies are better. It's, there's, like, gradations, <laughs> right? But yes. I think that's better as a franchise than Halloween, which is a better franchise than Friday the 13th. Yeah. Like, Friday the 13th, the original Fr- movie is... Friday the 13th peaked in the first movie. <laughs> yeah, and the second, too. The first two. The second, you're right. The second movie is really good. Yeah. Honestly, when he starts getting the hockey mask, it goes downhill. Yeah, that's when true. It's his that's mo- true. Uh, spoiler alert, when yeah. it's his mom, and he's got just a... In the second one, he's got a potato sack on his face. Just that one little eye hole. It's so, so much more creepy, creepy. Than, the, than the... Anyway, so, yeah, <laughs> and, and I think the original Halloween is... Oh, it's fl- I mean, it's flawless. It's just like... I did. I went to a pumpkin carving party, and we did watch Halloween. So oh, I, nice. did, I did, yeah. And I, I, I haven't seen that since we covered it. So it was, it was nice to, to see that. It's great. It's got probably the best soundtrack. Oh my god, it's so good. John Carpenter is so good. He's I mean, I so think brilliant. people don't give him a lot of credit for his soundtracks, for his scoring, and he does such a great job. I mean, whether it's Escape from New York or yeah, I mean, they all kind of sound the same. They're that eighties synth <laughs> awesomeness, but but, but it's great. But whenever they do like an eighties whatever. You know, yeah. they always copy. Oh, his, it's always that. Know. It's so distinct. Blood Dragon, that yeah, that uh, spinoff, that video game spinoff. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Far Cry. That you. That was very John Carpenter. <laughs> heavy, that game. Yeah, there's not a ton of '90s stuff that sticks out for me. I mean, there's a lot of like, you know, there's there's like Leprechaun and yeah. you know these things that are. Cult classics, I suppose, that I just never really... I never really they're got not, into the Leprechaun franchise. They're, it, they're not really good. I mean, like, people love them because they're schlocky and bad. Oh, yeah. I mean, and it's look, like eh. Leprechaun in the hood or whatever. <laughs> I think it was Leprechaun 4. Yeah, with uh, uh, Jennifer Leprechaun Aniston, 5. I think. Is she in one of them? I think she was... I think she was in the first one. She I think wasn't was... in the in the hip hop. No, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure the first Leprechaun movie came out before she was in Friends. Uh, with her original nose, her OG nose. Oh yes, that's right. Uh, I really look at '90s horror as before Scream and after Scream because the, the horror movies horror movies changed drastically after oh, yeah. Scream came out and and the huge hit it was because like I I really liked uh, those other like kind of bad teen slasher movies like I, I know what you did last summer and and uh, some of the remakes I did there was a, teaching Mrs Tingle yeah like like I mean there was just a, a a glut of like well well into the 2000s there was this glut of like these teen movies yeah. of, of well I mean because you know, Scream reinvigorated the genre yeah it did it really and did. you know there was a ton of WB and and uh, oh, UPN yeah. stars that needed to be in <laughs> crappy movies that's true that's true um, yeah uh, by the way uh, they changed. Uh, Killing Mrs. Tingle to teaching Mrs. Tingle. Yes, they, they couldn't. It. They couldn't use killing Mrs. Tingle because apparently that's bad. I guess it was like the Pope must die, and they changed it to the Pope must diet. Yeah, which was the stupidest change of a title ever. Let's just uh. put a T on it. But I get it because they could still have the title, and they just kind of yeah. like drew the T on there yeah, to yeah. make everybody be like, "It still die, you jerks." <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I guess uh, a. a Calling for the leader of a religious organization to die might be wrong. I don't know, but it was uh, it was a pretty funny movie. Yeah, it was. I think that was Robbie Coltrane. Yeah, and, Robbie uh, Coltrane. Yeah, and, and uh, Eric Idle was it? Wasn't one of the? Uh, I think so. I just remember Robbie Coltrane. Robbie Coltrane. I believe it was one of the Pythons. I'm not yeah. sure which. Yeah. Uh, 
But yeah, you know, um, you're right. There's a lot of forgettable 90s horror. There's a lot of uh, derivative 90s horror. It was around that time when they started doing, they, they twisted the genre to be remakes of like old 50s and 60s movies with a bunch of the WB stars. Right. And then like they... 13 Ghosts and uh, House on Haunted Hill right. and stuff like that. And yeah. then they went to the rebooting of... Yeah. The Biggies by right, the Texas right. Chainsaw Massacre yes, and Halloween yes. yeah. and Friday the 13th. And they were all horrible. Horrible. I, it's funny because I don't, I think that the Friday the 13th remake, I really liked it. I, it wasn't good, but like it was interesting. The one with the kid from Supernatural? I think so. I don't remember. I, it, 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 whenever it came out, I remember being more impressed with it than I thought I would be. There were all of these glossy... <laughs> Heartless, soulless remakes. It was all Michael Bay stuff, yeah. Very pretty people. Yeah. Yeah, you're exactly right. They were all all produced by Michael Michael F. and Bay. Yeah. So they were all bombastic and had a lot of, like, really pretty golden hour shots. Yeah. But they were garbage. They were unnecessary. They're so unnecessary that I can't tell you the plots of any of them. Yeah. I mean, the Freddy reboot. I mean, come on. They reboot, and a lot of these took place in the 2000s. Yeah. I think the 2000s were kind of the. The, the yeah. awful reboot era, the yes. aughts, yes. is when we got all these. For the most part. Yeah. Because I, yeah. I remember the Friday the 13th one came out later. Anyway, I, none of them were worth watching. I, Watch the originals. I mean, the originals are not only really good movies, but they're really great time capsules of yeah. the era as well. And it's just funny, like we were talking about during the month, to see the way uh, teenagers' portrayal changed from Friday the 13th <laughs> to Scream. You know? Yeah, yeah. It yeah. went from a bunch of, you know, horny kind of dumb kids to a bunch of horny, really smart kids. <laughs> it's true. It's really true. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I am excited for I still haven't watched the sixth, sixth Scream movie yet uh, where they go to New York. Um, yeah, I don't really remember it. I don't. That's the thing is I don't. God, it literally came out in March. <laughs> I can't tell you the plot of the last Two or three screen movies. Not that they were bad or anything. It's just that they were, you know, they weren't the same. They weren't. Right. They weren't as fun. They didn't capture the the first one. Really captured the first, the the original trilogy. I think is tight. Yeah, yeah. The, the first two were super tight, and the third one's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. you know, I think after that, then it just kind of went. In a weird direction. I think once you lose Wes Craven and once you lose Kevin yeah. Williamson, you kind of lose. The thread. I agree. I agree. Uh, yeah, because the fourth movie wasn't bad. Uh, it was still Craven, but then, but yeah, then once he went away, and and it's not. It's like I get it. Like the guys that are directing these screen movies, like loved these screen movies, yeah. and they grew up on them and all this. But like you know, so at least they have that. But we'll see. I you know look. Also, I, I will say that the quality is much better than the later sequels in any other franchise. That I mean, is true. even if they aren't as good or as memorable as the first trilogy they're still better than you know jason x or oh my god jason goes to hell or (laughs) i can't i know you really like the nightmare on elm street franchise but i cannot get over (laughs) them having a song by dawkin doing the dream warriors like i just can't it's like every time i I just want to vomit i love it i love dream warriors that's pretty sharket that was like her first movie was sure. Dream Warriors. I'm not saying the people in her are bad. It was just oh, a, they are. a stupid idea. <laughs> it was a bad. stupid idea. Come on, man. A bunch of kids in a mental institution. Freddy's going after them. And, and they, they got to come together. Before or after the Dream Child or whatever. I It just got silly. It just got silly. Well, I, Dream Warriors was pretty good. I, it, watch it again. Honestly. It's, like, right, it's right. like it's like the, I think it was Friday the 13th 3 
with the one whatever everyone that had Corey Feldman that kind of the, the oh four, yeah, I don't remember is which it three or four, three or four. Yeah. But that was a good one. That was a really I, good I one. Actually, I really enjoyed that. I remember we oh, rewatching man. that a couple of years ago, and and Corey Feldman's so he's great. great in it. He's so great. Yeah. Uh, speaking of child actors, I wanted to randomly bring up uh, while I was in visiting family, we watched Lilo and Stitch with the uh, little one, little tiny one who's like just over a year old, and. I didn't realize that the girl that plays Lilo does the voice for Lilo, the, the little girl, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Dave, Dave Chase. Uh, she, at the same time, was also playing Samara from The Ring. Nice. <laughs> like, it was... Uh, Very similar character. Yeah, yeah. It was just really interesting. I, 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 it was just like, the, hey, you know, you have a, have a nice wide range yeah. of... Lilo of and Stitch. Hold up. It actually does. Really? Uh, surprisingly enough, it's actually pretty fun. I don't know if I've ever seen that one. It's fun. It's really good. Uh, Tia Carrere plays her big sister, and oh, and, okay. and Ving Rhames plays his li- name is literally like Cobra Venom or something, but he's like the uh, uh, social services guy, <laughs> but he's like this big tough dude. Nice. It's really anyway. It's really fun. All right. Well, let's just segue in then. Yeah. Let's talk about what movies we've been watching. I mean, unless you have anything else you want to say about the no, 90s no, no, no. Horror. Let's let's talk about yeah. No, let's talk about uh, current the stuff we've been watching because we've been watching some horror stuff too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and just, you know, uh, if you haven't watched the movies that we covered, yeah. watch yeah. them. Highly recommend. Very good. Rewatch Candyman because you, you have ideas yeah. of what that movie's about, and you're wrong, and you need to rewatch it. One of our friends mentioned that Candyman 2 was his favorite movie, yeah. so I'm kind of curious to check it out. Yeah. Because I, don't, two, I do the, not remember it at all. I don't think I saw the two sequels at all. Okay. I'm pretty sure I did, but I yeah. can't remember them. I don't remember anything. Uh, yeah. Uh, so what have you been watching? Well, I watched a lot. You guys were gone. I had nothing to do. Um, so I uh, there's been a lot of really fun movies that have been released lately. I checked out. Uh, we watched Meg 2. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love I love shark movies. I love them. That's probably my favorite like horror genre yeah. or whatever is shark movies. And I'll watch the crappiest. I watched that, uh, that like Black Daemon or something. Yeah, I couldn't get through yeah. it. It was it was too bad. bad. Yeah. But uh, it was also the guy that started, and I forget the actor's name, but he really punched <laughs> me, and I couldn't get past it. And I'm not going to uh, – well, it, I said the name of the yeah, movie, yeah, so yeah. you'll know who it is. Uh, but Meg 2 I thought was fun. It, it was, was ridiculously over the top. Super fun. But it's like the – I think we even said this while we were watching it. It is the fast and furious of shark movies. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just, I mean, it's just utter ridiculousness. Yeah. There, there's no physics. There's no, <laughs> you know. I mean, the fact that there's two or three. I don't remember. There was like three, like, prehistoric At shark? least three they found down the bottom of the ocean. Oh, and, in the Morianas Trench, man. Yeah. That's where the... And I, I, will, I, will, I will watch anything Jason Statham. Oh, yeah. In. He is just so much fun. And, <laughs> and who better to fight a megalodon <laughs> than Jason, Jason Statham. Statham? Yeah. But it was fun. It's definitely worth a look. It's, a, it's again, I, I would put it in our Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Have a couple yeah. of beers. Yeah. Uh, definitely category. don't don't go in sober. But have fun. Have fun with it. Yeah. Yeah, it was that was fun. We also watched uh No One Will Save You. No one will save you. Which was a great little horror movie. It was an original movie on Hulu, uh which came out a, a couple weeks ago. Uh it's it's really fascinating mm-hmm. because there is 
only, I think, two lines of dialogue in the entire movie. Yeah, it's another one of those invasion, home invasion movies. Yes. But yes. they do it with an alien this time. And they got uh, Caitlin Dever or Deaver. I'm not sure how to say her name. Deaver. I think it's Deaver. Uh, who is an amazing actor. Yeah, she was really uh, good. She was, she's been in tons of stuff. She played um, the Ther- they, She played the Theranos. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's founder. Yeah. No one talks like this. Yeah. The, uh, super weird. I'm going to change your blood forever. <laughs> I'm going to fix your blood. She didn't. She didn't she, fix the blood. She went no, to jail. She didn't uh, but she did great in that. And there were a few series based on her, too. Oh, yeah. yeah a couple of fiction the, series, some documentary series. Yeah, because the actor from Ozark, she also played that part. Oh, yeah, she did. Yeah. That's right. Um, but you, uh, Caitlin Deaver was great in... Um, uh, Booksmart. That was what I was Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Olivia Wilde directed that. Such a fun movie yeah. with um, uh, uh, Beanie Feldman. Mm. She's actually Jonah Hill's sister. Oh, really? Beanie Feldman, yeah. Oh, I mean, I if you actually that. look at her, you're like, oh, yeah, oh, she's yeah, totally. Oh, okay, okay. I didn't uh, realize that. Yeah. yeah, me neither until, you know, I yeah, saw that movie obvious, a few yeah. years ago. But that was kind of her breakout part. And nice. She's done some other stuff. But she, it's so hard to carry a movie by yourself with no dialogue yeah, it, and keep and it interesting. It, acting against CGI, essentially. Like, and yeah, it is so good. I... I appreciate the fact that she wasn't running around just talking to herself the mm-hmm. whole time to kind yeah. of explain plot points. I like the fact that the filmmakers challenged you to be able to to follow along. And man, she goes through a ton of crap oh, yeah. <laughs> in that movie. Man, it's so good. I really, really liked it. Yeah, me I, too. I thought it was done really. well. I recommend it. It's on Hulu. It's a Hulu. Yeah, uh, it is a great spook movie for spooktacular spooktober. Yeah. Uh, so shot shot really well. The CG is really good. Like it's it's it's. Very well done. Yeah, it's very interesting, and and there's a whole backstory to her character for the reason why she's alone, and yeah. it's very it's it's a lot deeper than you would think from such a kind of one note, yeah, yeah, quote unquote horror movie. But very good, very well done. Shows what you can do a lot with a little in the right hands. Yeah, uh, it was uh, directed by Brian um, Brian Duffield. I just want to get that out there because Brian Duffield. Yeah, okay. I'm not sure if he's what he's done. But uh, it was I, good. I definitely need a name I'll remember because it was done well. Yeah, I think I think you're going places, Mister Duffield. <laughs> Curious to say. Well, hopefully uh, it's it's Hollywood, so who knows? But uh, but hopefully, yes. Uh, I watched I watched Reptile. Do you know Reptile? Yeah, I was really excited to see this, so and was then I. you watched it, and now I don't know if ah, I care. Garbage, and it's so sad it's too. Like, the trailer is so good, so good, and such. You know, I was like, ah, oh, man, I am. Itching for a good murder yeah, mystery. Yeah. And Benicia Del Toro is one of my favorite actors. Yeah. And seeing he and Alicia Silverstone together again. And she is great in it. Yeah. And Justin Timberlake's one of my favorite actors. Molly. Well, <laughs> <laughs> he's. He, I like Justin Timber, Timberlake. I I really like Justin Timberlake. I don't know if he's a good he's actor. Very, he's he's okay, he's hit or miss, yeah. and he is a little miss on this. Yeah. And I don't believe it's his fault. It's just the pacing in this thing is glacial. And oh, that's it, too bad. It, there's characters that there's this one character, and I love the actor. I'm not even going to embarrass him by saying his <laughs> name because I also can't remember it. But he was on the wire, and he's just a great character actor. Yeah, and he plays this character. I have another movie, maybe. <laughs> and he's he's like, 
he could not telegraph more <laughs> that he's part of a conspiracy or that he's a bad guy. It's like the, he's supposed to be Benicio Del Toro's buddy, yeah, Cody yeah. quotes. But every time he's like seeing him from across the room, he's looking at him like, oh, Staring yeah. Staring with his beady eyes. Yeah, you're going to do what I tell you to do. And he's it's just – it just is like, okay. And it, it turns into – you know, it's just another – it turns into another one of those – simple thing turns into a big conspiracy crap yeah, and yeah. it's super predictable and it's That's just a shame because I love those movies. I yeah. love the people involved. It's really disappointing because the trailer is so good It is, and I was super excited about it. I don't know. Check it out. Maybe you'll like it. You know, yeah. maybe, maybe it's, maybe it's me, you know, but I, I just, yeah, yeah. I just, you know, that's, it's totally in my wheelhouse, those movies. Yeah. And I, I, it was a slog. I, it, an it's absolute slog. It's funny because when the trailer came out, like I, I was kind of expecting it to like people talk about it. And mm-hmm. Nobody, nobody's talking about it. Like yeah. I, I don't. I think generally people are just kind of like, eh. yeah, because it's just bland. I mean, yeah. it's just this slow, bland, pointless slog, and it doesn't do any favors for Benicio del Toro or anybody in it. So no, I blame the director. I think the director did a really awful job. Didn't he? I think del Toro actually co-wrote the script. If yeah, I remember correctly, yeah. Well, script was fine. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, you know, it's just... Because that's something else that made me excited about it. I was like, oh, okay. Well, you I know. think that it looks like Del Toro really wanted a meaty part. Right. You know, he right. wanted to get away from all of the Marvel crap and the stuff yeah. that he's been doing. Yeah. You know, the fluff. And just get back into some kind of, you know, meaty character study yeah. piece. Yeah. And it just was too thin. It yeah. just didn't have the gravitas. And it didn't have uh, the pacing that it needed, right. you know, to make it an, an enjoyable film. Yeah, That's too I, I hate, I hate uh, disparaging stuff, but it just was not very good. I, and it was, uh, I believe, it was the director's film debut. So that's that is too bad. Well, then he's got room to get better. Yeah, there yeah, you go. Yeah. Sometimes, hopefully, it's, he grows. Time, sometimes it's better to debut uh, kind of weak because then you just. Yeah. You go, go up. up. You, 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 you debut too strong, you f- like an M. Night Shyamalan ding-dong, <laughs> then, you know, then there's only down to go. Well, yeah. Well, he went kind of straight and then down. I don't... I I liked his last couple movies. I, I did not like Cabin in the Woods. Oh, the... No, that Cabin in the Woods. Knock at the Cabin. I did not like Knock at the Cabin. It was fine. I didn't... I had no issue. Old was really good. I liked it. I didn't see and, it. And apparently his show, that show Servant or whatever, is really good, but I haven't watched it. I tried. It's just another one of those. I, I need to get into it, but there's something weird about about eighty percent of the Apple TV programming that is just off. Yeah, yeah. Twenty percent yeah. of it is yeah. Chef's Kiss. Yeah, perfection. You know, uh, Blackbird is great. Oh, Severance yeah, so is great. Good. So good. Yeah. For all mankind is great, but some of these other shows. I, there's there's enough on that like Invasion. I really want to watch. Yeah, which I've heard his Foundation's good supposed to be good. Foundation's supposed to be good. Getting better. There's uh, that uh, silo yeah. I really want to see. The Idris Elba, um, you know, oh, hostage yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. I just, yeah. But I agree. There's it, too it's, much stuff. It's just a little weird. Yeah, there's so much. But uh, so, yeah. So Reptile, I would say pass. Thumbs down. Um, I, tr- <laughs> I tried to watch Slother House. That, it's funny. The uh, party that I went to, the pumpkin carving party, they were starting to watch it just as we were leaving, and I was like, eh, I've, I've heard such bad things about it. Gravitas. Yeah, Gravitas Ventures. Yeah, yep. does not do solid work. No. It's pretty bad. And when I see that come up, I'm like, okay. And then I saw PG-13, and I'm like, oh, nope. okay. Nope. And it's just, it doesn't seem like it's going to be horrible. I didn't even get it. I, I, it, it just, 
I don't need to see another mean girl sorority. Yeah. You know, it just is another by the numbers. Yeah. We've seen all this garbage before, but now you're going to put a sloth in. Right. You know, and somehow this sloth, you know, the opening is, the opening's pretty cute. Not cute, but the opening is like a sloth, an, an obviously puppet sloth, let's be honest, reaching for a leaf and then a alligator grabs it. And you're like, oh no. And then chomp, 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 And then on the bank, a few minutes, I, I think there's like a whole other scene or something. Yeah. And then you see the bank and then the little sloth claws, clunk, clunk, <laughs> and it pulls itself out. And it walks away, and then you see, shloop, gloop, bloop, 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 oh, bloop. Yeah. the alligator nice. come up, turn nice. over, and there's a big old slash on his belly Wow, from the sloth. Uh, so that was fun. And then it got into regular times, and it was like, oh, there's a horrible, super bitchy yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> president of the sorority, and there's a sweet girl who wants to be the president of the sorority. Uh, so, you know, she randomly, okay, so she so some guy in the jungle grabs the sloth, right? Sure. And takes it. I don't know. Captures it. She puts a little, you know, dart in it. Yeah, and, yeah. And capture, after it kills a friggin' sure. crocodile or alligator. I don't know. I don't know where we are. Could it be a crocodile? Could it be an alligator? <laughs> I am not a zoologist. A, yeah. But uh, so she's just in the mall, and this dog runs, you know, it's loose, and she grabs it. And this guy's like, oh, you look like you find yourself a new dog. And she's like, oh, I'd love to, but uh, this really won't let me keep a dog. And then the dog pees on her. And then a person comes and's like, oh, there's the dog. And takes the dog. He's like, you should get a sloth. <laughs> and she's like, what? <laughs> he's like, yeah, take a look at this. And he shows a picture of a sloth. And he's like, you want to buy it? I got one for sale. Oh, my God. And she's like, I don't know. And it was just like the stupid. I was like, could you be any more like – Ham-fisted. At least they're trying to get all the crap out of the way at the beginning. So, so it's can... written really well is what you're saying? So I got about five, ten minutes in and was like, nope. Um, I, so it could have gotten better. I don't know. I actually saw a clip uh, yesterday of a sloth being attacked by a jaguar Ooh. and the sloth actually fighting it off. Wow. I was like, there was a he was on like some uh, like fallen down like tree trunk and he kept crawling underneath it and the jaguar was on top trying to get him and he just kept swinging and man i tell you sometimes sloths move real fast yeah no seriously they (laughs) save up they save up all their energy for that kind of leopard attack but yeah yeah uh yeah anyway on the other hand on the other side of the coin yeah yeah. uh i watched totally killer yeah this one starts kiernan shipka okay if you remember her from madman and i think uh sabrina the new sabrina new tales of sabrina yes yes uh, she and, and, and Julie Bowen uh, plays her from mom modern from family. Modern family. Yeah. Um, and it's just this super fun movie about there's a killer that killed people in the 80s and killed her mom's friends. And her mom was like the final girl or whatever and survived. And then the killer comes back and kills her mom. And this oh. all happens in the first few minutes. Yeah, so I'm not yeah. spoiling anything. And just coincidentally, her best friend is working on a time machine, <laughs> as you do for the science fair. Yay. And she gets pushed back into, you know, the 80s, yeah. and she has to deal with her mom and her dad, oh, and fun. they're not together yet, and they're yeah. not supposed to get together oh. until college, because if they got together in high school, it probably wouldn't last. So there's oh, all these little, oh. you know, back to the future yeah, type yeah. of things. Um and then she ends up being best friends with her best friend's mom because she's like a nerd too. Oh, yeah. And she helps her. And it's just really fun. And Karen Shipka is awesome. Awesome in it. And you need somebody very likable in this part because there's a lot of commentary 
Because <laughs> the 80s yeah. is not the most PC. No. But it also doesn't portray the 80s in that really kind of stereotypical BS way of, you yeah. know, everybody's got a mullet and everybody's wearing 80 different colors. And right, right. radical dude. Um, it nails the 80s vibe really yeah, well, yeah. which is like we were all kind of drunk sociopaths <laughs> back then. We did a lot of drinking and we weren't very nice and yeah. we were bullies and, you know, but everybody kind of got bullied. Anyway, it was it's really fun to see somebody of this generation deal with our generation right, right. and kind of get a, a mirror on both. And it's, right. you know, it's very funny and it's it's well done and, you know, figuring out the killer's fun. And, and what's what's the title again? Uh, 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 it's called Totally Killer. Totally Killer. Okay. And I believe it is on Prime. Okay. But yeah, I really enjoyed it. Okay. Um, well, I'll definitely have to check that out. Uh, also watched... Uh, we talked about The Flash, right? We did. Yeah. Don't need to talk about that again. They, we, we, you watched it like the day after it came out. It came out like two months ago. Ugh, so bad. Yeah. So bad. The worst effects ever. I just got to say that again. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then uh, just recently I watched Old Dads. Yeah. Bill Burr. Look, again... Uh, it's a Gen X movie. Yeah. You know, yeah. these guys older than me, playing younger than me. I don't know why that always bothers me. <laughs> but it's like, uh, you know, there's there's no way that Bobby Cannavale is 49. Um, his okay. neck is 60. Uh, <laughs> th- th- I will have to say this, though. Okay. So, old dads, I get it. People probably don't like it. You know, I, Bill yeah. Burr is very polarizing. I find yeah. Bill Burr very funny. I think right. his, you know, I don't think he's cruel. I just think he's him. Sure. And I think his... You know, I think he pushes the envelope. I think that's what comedy should do. You know, I don't think you should punch down and be mean. I don't find that yeah. necessarily funny. But I think challenging things, I like that. I like yeah. edgy comedy. And I think his brand of comedy is very smart, very funny. I loved his show, F is for Family, mm-hmm. on Netflix, the animated thing. So I'm a fan. I'm a definite yeah. Bill Burr fan. And it's not, it's a, it's, it's not a great movie. And yeah. it's, it's his directorial debut oh, he, and he, he co-wrote it as it. well okay, yeah okay. so it's it's your typical comedy i mean it yeah. hits the beats it's pretty much you know it doesn't break a lot of new ground for middle-aged you know right right dads and, <laughs> for and, old dads yeah for yeah. old dads and and midlife crises right, and that kind right. of thing but it does come around in a way that isn't like ah, i'm an a-hole i'm gonna be an a-hole yeah, yeah. it's like yeah i gotta change for my kid because, right. you know, he's the way he is because of his dad, and he right. doesn't want to turn his kid into him because of him because of his dad kind right. of thing, you know? Right. And by the end, he's a lot sweeter, but he's still himself. It's like, you know, there's a good bookend of, you know, this guy hurting himself, and in the beginning, he's like, ah, look at that, you know, and he's yeah, like making yeah. fun of him or whatever, and at the end, he's like, hey, you all right, buddy? You going to yeah, be okay yeah. or whatever? And then he's like, shmuck. You know, so he's like, <laughs> he does it under his breath rather than sure. to the people's face, which is funny. Sure. sure. But I found it. I thought it was funny. I thought it was great. Bokeem Woodbine, I mm-hmm. love him. He's really funny. And again, I am not a fan of Bobby Cannavale. I love Bobby <laughs> Cannavale in The Station Agent. I think that was his first movie with Peter Dinklage. Yeah. Uh, which is a brilliant fil- film if you haven't seen it. Uh, I think it was Peter Dinklage's first movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, he plays a guy that lives in a – he's a station agent. lives yeah. in a, at a no. railroad. He's a loner. Railway and, station. Really. Yeah. And Bobby Cannavale becomes his friend. He's super charming and great and young. But since then – I've had <laughs> some problems with Mr. Conval, but he is really fun in this. And, you know, he plays the guy that's desperate to stay young, yeah, desperate yeah. to be the cool guy because he was yeah. the cool guy when he was young. Right. You know, he was the guy that everybody loved and it's like killing him. And there's this awesome scene. They're in a strip club 
And he's like, how old do you think I am? And she's like, 49. He's like, well, why'd you say that? He's like, I don't look 49. She's like, the neck. <laughs> and and then, then from then on, he's, he's covering up his neck. And he's, But it was just like, it was such, you know, it was, it was a sweet, I, I wouldn't say love letter, but it was like a sweet note to these old t- kinds of comedies. This, it, watching this, and I also watched No Hard Feelings, mm-hmm. which is a much better comedy. But I it, it, I miss comedies. We don't have yeah, a lot of good yeah. comedies coming out. Um, and Old Dads was a, as a, as a fine, serviceable, workman yeah. comedy yeah. that if you're a Bill Burr fan, you're going to enjoy. You're going to yeah. get some chuckles and laughs out of it. Honestly, it took me a couple of days to get through it. I got to a point, and I'm like, all right, I need to take a break. I don't watch yeah. the rest of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely worth seeing if you're a Bill Burr fan. If you're not, don't, because you're yeah, not going to like yeah, it. You know, yeah. it's, there's no point. Uh, but No Hard Feelings, that just recently came out. Is that, the one, is that the one where they try to get Jennifer Lawrence to oh, date yeah. their kids? So Jennifer yeah. Lawrence is For the a car or something? Yeah, so yeah, Jennifer yeah, Lawrence yeah. is an Uber, uh, an Uber driver who is trying to save her house. Her yeah. mom left her this house, and she has to pay the taxes on it. And it's in... Uh, you know, the, the Hamptons, I think, or some mm. sort of, you know, one of those r- Richie, rich yeah, where the rich come for the summers and yeah. then the rest of the people stay for the year. And, right, the, right. you know, the rich people take up everything, whatever. So her car gets repossessed and she can't do her job. Right. You can't be an right. Uber driver without a, a car. So she sees this ad where these people, you know, want somebody to date their son to bring him out of his shell before he goes to college. Right. What's great is Matthew Broderick plays right. the father. Right. So now he's the father instead of, you right. know, being, right. uh, you know, a Ferris Bueller being the, the kid. Uh, yeah, being kid. The kid yeah. And it's funny that Ferris Bueller, his kid is such an introvert. <laughs> and uh, Jennifer Lawrence is so good in it. And she's so good at comedy. Yeah, she's funny. And the she's kid is funny. so good in it. He's just great at playing this, <laughs> you know, just like a nerd. Little but, nerdy kid. Yeah, yeah, but he's, but they explain why. I mean, it's got a lot of heart. It's got a lot of mm-hmm. depth. It's kind of reminds me a bit of like a Judd Apatow kind of oh, yeah. deal okay. because it's got that extra, you know, oomph that is not just a stupid comedy. Right. It's got it's got some meaning and value. Exactly. Yeah. And this could just be, but I, you know, I love raunchy comedies with heart and we don't get a lot of those. Yeah. There's a, is it Bottoms? Is that yes. the one about the lesbians yes. in high school that yes. looks absolutely hilarious with Ayo yeah. Edaberry? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that looks really good. I'm just hoping that we can get this is a nice sign. The only thing that sucks is that these I don't I don't think old dads came out in the theaters, but I, I don't think that No Hard Feelings did very well. No, no. And it's just people aren't going to see comedies anymore. Yeah, because yeah. it's if you're gonna go to the theater, people are more like, Oh, I'm gonna go see these big bombastic. I wanna see movies, a big action know? movie or, or something. see the dunes. I wanna see yeah, I wanna see things that are epic. Right. And yeah. it's like, well, I can just wait. You yeah. Know? And that's what's killing these comedies. I mean, you know, there's been a dearth of really good comedies lately, mm-hmm. and it's nice to see some come back. Uh, no Hard Feelings is great. I really enjoyed I, it. I definitely – I know when it was coming out in the theater, I wanted to see yeah. it. I mean, the trailers were fantastic. Uh, it, But I, I didn't even realize it had come out on streaming. Yeah. It, 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 it's just – it's like it could have been, you know, a gross movie about an old, older woman seducing yeah, yeah. a younger man. I mean, he's 19 in the movie. Yeah. But that's the thing that, that's really great about it, too – is he so sheltered? <laughs> He's like, we need to call an adult. She's like, you are an effing adult. <laughs> you know? And it's yeah. like, it, it, it really shows how they both, the friendship between them really 
helps. You know, it's yeah. just it's a good good movie. Definitely watch it. It's a okay. lot of fun. Anything? What about you? Any movies? Um, I. No, beyond the stuff that we've been watching, I haven't been watching very many movies. I I've been watching more TV stuff and mm. a lot of YouTube. Like yeah. that's I've been watching a lot of horror shorts oh, wow. on YouTube. Um, there's some really great ones. There's a horror short called Just Ignore It, mm. which is it's like ten minutes long, but it's it's literally a um. A, a, it's like a Korean family, and they have like essentially like a grudge type like monster. That is following them, and the only way it goes away is that they have to just continue acting like it's not there, <laughs> and and it is so horrifying and so terrifying because this little kid, you know, they're sitting down eating dinner and you hear it like like coming down the stairs, and they're like, just ignore it, just ignore it, <laughs> and and it's like you know between the two kids, it like slowly pokes his head into frame, and it's just like, oh my god, it's so creepy, nice, and it does not end well for the family. Oh, um, most Korean horror movies good. do not end well for the family. Uh, no, no. Uh, what we found out there was also another good one. Mm. Uh, kind of a weird time travel thing. Like they, these two guys find this, uh, like a dead guy in, in the woods and then there's like a box of tapes. And so they go take the tapes in and as they're watching the tapes, they, you realize that they're essentially watching themselves get killed. Oh, it's, it's, it was, it was good. Uh, there was another one. I don't remember what the name of it was, but there was another one that was really great where they had to, if you watch any of these on YouTube, it'll start just kicking in, yeah. like, different, like, horror shorts. Sure. I mean, it definitely algorithms you on yeah. there. There was a great one where they these kids, like, look out in the yard, and there's this dude in the, like, kind of like a, the uh, Friday the 13th Part 2, like, mask, mm-hmm. but with, like, chains on it and stuff. And, and like, the lady, like, she calls her dad, and she's like, hey, there's a guy in the yard, and, like, he's just standing there. And he's like, okay, whatever you do, don't not look at the guy. And... And it's like, don't take your eyes off of it. Oh, so it's the opposite of the Korean one. Yeah. So, of course, you know, she gets the brother in to do it. And she's like, just look here. I have to go prepare. Like, dad literally wants us to leave. Like, he knows what's going on. And then what they don't realize is that because she stopped looking, he just shows up in the Like, he'd literally turn around. He's just there. Here he goes. And, like, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> it's so it's done really well. I wish I'd, I'd write down the name of it. Um, but that leads me to my Favorite, absolute favorite short film of all time. Oh, wow. It's called Still Life. Uh, it was done in like 1993, I think, mm. or maybe the mid-90s. But it was a Canadian director and um, about a guy who's driving across Canada, and he's like trying to stay awake, so he takes a bunch of caffeine pills. And oh, I've seen this, yeah. pulls into a town, and everyone's mannequins. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it ends so well. Oh, my yeah. God, it's such, it's so good. It's, it's a great so short. Good. Yeah, I remember seeing that. That, uh, that was like a big YouTuber for a while. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. Highly recommend it. I think there's a couple others called Still Life, but make sure you find the one about the mannequins, because it's so good. Uh, on the other, like, more kind of modern, weird side, uh, there's a whole series called Local 58, Okay. Which is like essentially a, a a VHF channel that you're watching. Oh, nice! Some random local station, right. local fifty eight, and it's it's essentially like about the in, like an alien invasion, maybe. <laughs> like wow. it's it's just done in like these weird like um, emergency response like things of like essentially like if you're reading this, you're probably gonna die. Take like, place in Grover's Field. Or yeah, <laughs> no, it's just, but there's like no. I love these these kind of weird things because there's no backstory to it. You kind of have to figure it out as you go. Yeah. Um, and it's very random. I think he's still doing – the guy that does them is still doing new ones. Uh, and in the same 
realm of that is a thing called Gemini Home Entertainment, mm. uh, which is there's a series. If you can find the Gemini Home Entertainment box set online, it's just a, a series of the videos. There's like 15 of them. Oh, wow. So good. So weird and creepy. Uh, I highly recommend it. Uh, this all came from me starting to watch The Back Rooms by oh, yeah, yeah. Kane Pixels. Yeah, those are really weird, uh, too. Which are so good. There's so much interesting creative stuff happening on the web, and I love the fact that these are just creators, you know? They're not... Yeah. They're I mean, just doing it, and they're getting uh, views and success. Yeah. I mean, this Kane Pixels is just a kid that he's he's like 16 or 17. He's just been doing them for about a year and a half. He does... All of his stuff in Blender. Yeah, which is like, an effects program. It, yeah, an effects program. Um, and obviously he does, like, audio and, and stuff. You know, I mean, he's he's very good at what he does to the point where their A24 is doing a full Backrooms movie that he's directing. Good for him. And he's, like, 17. I That's mean, what I love to yeah. hear. I mean, there's so few people that get a chance to make it on their own and yeah. to, to yeah. burst through the nepotism and the BS right. and actually create something that's so groundbreaking or interesting that they get a career from it. And this is great. I love this. I love the fact that this kid's making a movie. Yeah, the back rooms are are kind of that liminal space kind of thing, very similar to, like, Severance on on Apple TV+. It's more of an unsettling Uh, feeling. Yeah, it's just like you go into a place where there should be people and there's not. And it's like, oh, this is weird. The one that I watched was this kid, he's walking through, he he goes into this... uh, you know, no pre- trespassing area, like yeah. a field. Yeah. And he's walking through and he gets to this tree and there's a hole under the tree. And then he goes in the hole and there's this staircase that goes right. like a million miles. And then he walks down the staircase and he gets yeah. to the bottom and then, then there's turns and then there's another, another staircase, staircase that goes yeah. down a million miles. So I did fast forward a little bit as he was walking down the <laughs> stairs because that took forever. But then he gets down to the bottom and it's way, way deep down and he looks through and it's an abandoned mall. Oh, yeah. And it just kind of ends. Yeah. And it's like, it's there's no like horror jump scares or anything, no, but it's just but it's super unsettling. So unsettling. Yeah. The my favorite part of the back rooms was that because he develops it where they're like sending in guys. You know, you figure out how to get into these back rooms, yeah. and they're sending in guys, and and uh, there's like this series of holes on the floor. Oh yeah. And yeah, a guy yeah. falls through, and then he looks over, and he's like, oh, there's some red light, so he crawls underneath the thing, and he's like outside in like a a, a suburb like neighborhood. Yeah, like a fake suburb. Yeah, and he he's like hearing someone screaming, so he's like goes to try to help this person, and the greatest moment where he he finally sees what he thinks is the person, and he's just like, that's not, not a person. person, that's not a person, <laughs> and then it's just him running back through all the stuff that he took ten minutes to walk through, and he's just running and running and, and running, and it's like and you it's, hear the oh, it's so good, it's yeah. so good. And he has I, to. Uh, Highly recommend watching those. I he, and Kane Pixels also he does a lot of other stuff too. Yeah, right? he, he has a whole playlist of all this stuff. So I, it's so easy to get sucked into that oh stuff man. too. It's so good. Like, it's ah, just been here three hours. It's so rare to see something so original. Yeah. and and so unique. And and it's like and there's a, sh- a ton of knockoffs now oh, because yeah. it's not hard to do in Blender. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not hard to figure out. But it's hard to make it that good. I mean, that's the thing. It's like anybody could do it, but not everybody can do it. It's it's he he can tell a story very well yeah and and a very simple yet complex story very interesting stuff well good for him that's great yeah um but other than that i've been watching a lot of twilight zone i started rewatching the twilight zone nice um i'm almost through all 36 episodes in the first season nice uh such a good show and and it's on paramount plus it looks so good like it's all super clean it looks so nice i remember every i think it was new year's day they would have the twilight zone marathon yeah yeah, 
my sister would be watching it where she is, and I'd be watching it where I, I am, and we'd call each other and be like, did you watch the episode of Bibbidi Boop? I'd be like, yeah, I did. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's so much fun. I, it, that is a definite marathon show for me. I love just yeah. uh, get lost so in the good. Twilight Zone. So good. Uh, but yeah, other than that, I uh, haven't really, um, you know, I've watched a lot of news because there's Ugh. a lot of things going on. We ain't talking about that yeah. garbage. No, 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 no. But I mean, that's what I, that's been eating, eating up a lot of time. Yeah, um, I'm trying to stay away from news. Man, it's just, I, I want to be distracted. <laughs> I need to be distracted it it from does. some of the awfulness that's going on. I'll just life. say this. Like 85% of the news is not news. Oh, I know. It's I know. just there to it, it elicit some sort of response one right. way or another. Right. Just to get you angry enough to keep watching. Yeah. So yeah. we're a bunch of jerks. Yeah. Uh, so TV-wise, have you, is, do you have TV stuff? Yeah, I've been watching some stuff. We've been watching Loki. Oh, uh, yes. Yes, the, um, yes, yes. The newest uh, Marvel <laughs> f- series on <laughs> Disney+. Plus. So good. I One of the best depictions of friendships I've ever seen yeah. is between Loki and Mobius. Mobius. In, in that, in, in, played by uh, Owen Wilson. Wow. No, no. Yeah, Owen Wilson. Yeah. Um, but they... they that first episode, like, they kind of, or, or second episode, they sit down, they're just having key lime pie and talking. Like, it is such a believable friendship. Yeah. It's so weird. Very and unlikely. It, and the very, well, <laughs> yes. And then the last episode, it was that moment where, like, like Owen Wilson turns to him and he's like, because he's, Loki's staring at, like, depictions of his brother and father and stuff, you know, and it's to everybody else's mythology. And he literally says, Owen Wilson says to him, yeah, I sometimes forget that <laughs> you're yeah. an actual god. And, like... But it's 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 done so well. It is is definitely cream of the crop for the uh, Marvel's TV shows. Definitely, yeah. It's definitely uh, worth watching. Another great performance from Ki Hui Kwan. Oh God, uh, yeah. he's so good in it. Uh, every time I see him now, I'm like, man, it sucks that you didn't act for like thirty oh, years. Yeah. Ouroboros. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I so love good. the fact that that's like the main thing of this is like you know the snake eating its own every, tail circle. Yeah. yeah, and that 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 basically everything creates and destroys itself. Right, right. You know, in in cycle. Yeah, yeah. And the way that they're kind of like, t- I love time travel stuff, and. <laughs> the more complicated, the better for me. Like, right, right. I like a very intricate story that tries to explain stuff and gives you meaning behind all of the, you know, the time travel yeah, stuff. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's fun, like with Totally Killer, just to go in and just right turn right. your mind off, and you're like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> time machine was built somehow, and yeah, knife put yeah. in it. And that's how it would figure. Oh, needed an extra little bit of metal. Fine, I, I'll buy it. Sure. Because sure. it's not about time travel. It's about what happens when right, you get there. Right. But this story is about time travel and the way that they – the lore behind how it all works and the, the the system that protects it is fascinating to me. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. I, I love time travel stuff. I'm a huge time travel nerd. And, uh, and yeah, it's, it's, it's happy – I'm happy that, I, that it's playing out the way it is. Yeah, there's a lot of good time travel stuff happening now. Yeah. Keep it going. Yeah. We got, need more time travel stuff. Yeah. Uh, a couple of things I watched. Um, there's a new season of Big Mouth. Oh, yeah. Which I really enjoy. Uh, it's just so crude. But I was thinking about it last night when I was watching an episode because it gets so gross. Yeah. But it's so true to how gross you are right. at that age. Right. I mean, it's right. it's disgusting, but it's it works because yeah. Yeah. you are disgusting at that age. <laughs> and it has such a great voice cast with John Mulaney yeah. and... Uh, uh, Iowa Berry again. Oh, yeah. She's yeah. in it. Um, and uh, and Nick Kroll 
and uh, Jason Man- Mansukis. Mansukis. Oh, the greatest improviser ever. I love Jason Mansukis. Jason Mansukis. I love him. But that's back. It's as good as it ever was. You know, yeah. I'm about. Yeah. I'm jammed through most of the season. They're they're going from grade school to high school. This, oh, nice this nice. season. So things are changing. <laughs> um, I also checked out uh, a couple episodes of John Carpenter's Suburban Screens. Yeah. It's all right. Are they, are they? They're all like individual episodes, like in, like anthology stuff. It's reality. It's all. Oh, it's a reality. Show. Yeah. It's all basically. Wow. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Right. It's <laughs> okay. it's uh, it's following people who've had oh, you know, like like horrible things, like you know, urban legend type yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. Or hauntings, or somebody oh, was trying wow. to kill them. Or I had no idea. Yeah. So it's interesting. Okay. And it's and I think he he he. Uh, I don't remember if he introduces them or not. I'll have to watch. I didn't pay super close attention <laughs> to the first episode once it was... Right, you realized you know, it was just a reality show. <laughs> yeah. like, well, not no. reality, but, you know, more like a dateline. Like or a documentary for, type yeah, show. Yeah, like like a, a like investigative a, discovery. Right, right. You know, one of those types of yeah. true crime shows, but it's quoties. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I also watched a couple episodes of Captain Laserhawk. Oh, yeah. Blood Dragon Origin Remix. Or... Wait, so does, that, does that have to do with the Far Cry thing? Yes. It is. Okay. Oh, it's so weird, dude. It is so weird. <laughs> it's like this anime uh, Ubisoft version of Suicide Squad. Oh, weird. Where they bring in different, like, there's a couple of characters from Beyond Good and Evil. Oh. There's a character from some, like, fighting game or something oh, that gets weird. killed right away. Weird. Raymond. Is the, the, from Raymond Legends. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, if somehow he was uh, an alien brought in, and now he hosts a talk show. Weird. Okay. And uh, and the the blood blood dragon guy, he's gay, and he, <laughs> and like his lover uh, betrays him at the beginning. It's just so crazy, over the top, and weird. it's kind of weird. It's just it's kind of. I'm definitely gonna check it out. It's fun. It's kind of got that cyberpunk, yeah, edge runners, yeah, you know, yeah. feel to it. So uh, Captain Laserhawk, Blood Dragon Origin Remix, yeah, is definitely worth seeing. It's it's got a very cyberpunky yeah. feel to it. Like a lot of the the uh, exteriors and stuff look very similar to cyberpunk. Oh yeah, but yeah. you know it's the same. I think they did a Blood Origin. I think series they did. before or Blood Dragon. Yeah, yeah, Blood Dragon series before. I feel like they did. Yeah. Anyway, it's nuts. It's worth watching. So they just finally put uh, Moonlighting on yeah. streaming. It's on Hulu. Ooh. Uh, took them a while. I guess there was a lot of. Uh, Issues with the soundtrack. Yeah, a lot of yeah. popular it, music. Yeah, a lot, a lot of shows, they come back on streaming and suddenly the theme song's totally different yeah, well, <laughs> because of weird rights. I think things. it's all the same. Yeah. Well, I this one for that. Moonlighting is, but yeah. it, I think that's part sure of the reason it took so long. On the way. Without knowing that's the theme song, it literally just sounds like you're making it up. Who just met? On the way, oh. then they said oh, okay. and then right. this Anyway, can't, you can't literally can't sing anymore because then we won't be able. To, we'll get docked. We'll it was get, a parody. Yeah. Yeah. I changed just enough words. Sure. Um, sure. Anyway, look, I was obsessed with this yeah. show as a Ute. Yeah. Uh, when I was a teenager, it came out in '85. Uh, it hit me in a way. Like Bruce Willis, I was obsessed with him. I think yeah. I wanted to be him for a good many years. I forgot <laughs> how much like my personality became him for a little while. <laughs> I learned how to play the harmonica because of Bruce. Oh, so I can blame uh, him for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's just, and I had a, and, 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 
couple of years later, you know, I think the second or third season, yeah. I ended up having a, a, a relationship with the girl who was my best friend, and it was a will they, won't they, and it was yeah. just, it, I thought it was very similar. It just ended up being a very unhealthy relationship, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which, which the one on Moonlighting is too, let's right, be honest. Right. But it was like the first real kind of, uh, she wasn't a damsel in distress. Yeah. There was like a very, a, 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 an amazing um, banter between the two of them. Yeah. The writing was great. The bird's bird, the bee's bee. You know, it was just all this <laughs> stupid stuff. And it was like his fast talk and jive. Right. And, and it was very Dr. Seussian. Yeah. There's that great, uh, we're looking for a man with a mole on his nose. A mole on his nose, a mole on his nose. What kind of clothes would you suppose it would be a man <laughs> with a mole on his nose? And it's just, it has this right. rhythm to it that is so great. They did so many different uh, experimental stuff that nobody did. Um, there was an episode in the, I think it was the first season, or maybe the second season, I don't know. But it was... Uh, uh, Orson Welles' last appearance. Oh, yeah. He introduced yeah. the episode. In 12 minutes, your TV will go black and white. There's nothing wrong with your television. Um, <laughs> I don't feel so well. I'm going to die in a week. Uh, he said that. Yeah, it was sad. Um, but they did that. They did this great Shakespeare episode where they did the Taming of the Shrew. Oh, wow. Uh, and it it's one of the greatest TV shows. It, it yeah. possibly, uh, to me, it's the greatest... You know, uh, like man, woman, detective yeah. show, man, woman, man, camera, TV, man, man woman, <laughs> camera, TV. <laughs> it's the best detective show, you know, the heart to hearts and yeah. the Remington yeah. seals. And even Remington seal was on once. Oh. Uh, well, they did like, they got very meta and they broke the fourth oh. wall a lot. Oh. And it, it became very kind of Looney Tunesy, but in a fun way, in right. a good way. Right. Like right. they, they kind of expounded upon all of the, the silliness that made it so much fun. Uh, Alice Beasley, plays Agnes de Pesto. You may know her because she was married to, uh, oh, what's his name? The, the teacher in Fast Times that takes them to the morgue. You're not oh. in my class. Yeah. I am today. Yeah, I don't remember his name. Well, that's her real life husband. Well, really? And they did this episode where it was like a murder mystery, a murder train, and they kind of fell in love, but then he ended up being the guy that was oh. trying to kill her. It was oh. very cute. Um but and then Curtis Armstrong came along. Yeah, Booger yeah. was a big part of it, and ju- you know it. It was such a weird show too because it was it was one of the first shows too that the feuding between the stars between Bruce Willis and Sybil Shepherd yeah. was so much in the news. Right, and it's right. like, and it would delay the show because yeah, they wouldn't yeah. work together, and then they would have to do a whole show with uh, Agnes DePesto and and Herbert Viola, Curtis Armstrong and Alice Beasley, because yeah. they couldn't get them to work together. Right. And then right. they did a whole show, like a fake documentary, making fun of all that stuff <laughs> and being super meta, and it just was such a groundbreaking and different kind of show yeah. that took so many risks and was so well-written that people kind of forget about it, Yeah. but it launched... Bruce Willis's career. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it relaunched Sybil Shepherd because she was, you know, a model and an mm-hmm. actress, but she hadn't done a lot of stuff, uh, you know, in a while. And, you know, you get to see uh, a lot of your favorite stars. It's very young. What is it? What is it uh, streaming on? Hulu. Oh, it's on Hulu. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I think there's four or five seasons. But it's, and I'm on the second season, but Virginia Madsen's on it. And uh, uh, Tim Robbins, one of his mm-hmm. first things was on the show and uh charles rocket i don't know if you remember him but he was on saturday night live and he ended up killing himself but he plays david's brother um anyway 
It's a good show. It's so much fun to yeah. watch it. It's weird because it, it was so uh, wrapped up in my teenage it's angst. It's so formative of yes. Dreams. Yeah. But it's also you know, the funniest thing is, honestly, this is why I love watching stuff that I watched as a kid. Yeah. Because when I was 15, oh, Bruce Willis. Yeah. Uh, David Addison. On his side, 100%. He was always having fun, making fun. Dude, bat, bat, bat talking. Now, as an adult, I'm totally on Sybil Shepard's side. Like, dude, be more professional. <laughs> you you got to, you know, rein it in. You're not, not helping the clients right, any with your right. jibbity-jabbity-jive, you know? Right. With your birds, birds, baby. Come on, Maddie. You know? And, 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 uh, but it's just, if you haven't seen the show and you're a fan of Bruce Willis or Sybil Shepard or if you're even a fan of just detective shows mm-hmm. or Hitchcock, it's very Hitchcockian. Yeah. Uh, watch it. It's just, it's a brilliant show that stands the test of time. It's not one of those shows that's buried in the eighties and it's like, right. Oh, it's the eighties. Right. It's just really fun. And it's, it's, uh, it's a blast rewatching it again. I'm nice. really, really having fun yeah, watching it. I've never seen it. I'll have to give it a, a look. I'm sure we will be covering it at some point. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. we have to, it's just, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll, we're definitely going to do a Bruce Willis month. Yeah. Yeah, I love him so much. He's and, fantastic. You know, he's, and it's also yeah. it's just heartbreaking, heartbreaking, heartbreaking to see him. You know, early thirties, whatever, just yeah. at the top of his game, right? And then you know the aphasia and everything he's going yeah. through now. He can't. He's not verbal. It just it's it's devastating. Yeah, for somebody that was just so uh, energetic and 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 dynamic yeah. and and talented. He, there's nothing worse for somebody like that to, to lose all of that. Right. You know? Right. I mean, I, I think the worst thing would be to lose your mind and, yeah. and lose yeah. all that. Like, I, I can go with, like, losing ability to walk or whatever. Right, right. But if I can't read, if I can't do the things that I do, if I can't snappity snap, talk, talk, talkity talk, you know, like I do. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> it would I, – I just – I don't – I, I, yeah. I couldn't I, – I, I could not – even fathom that, but luckily he's right. got a, a great family, an extended family that's there for him. Yeah, and, yeah, you know, yeah. They they all take care of him. Uh, it's it's even nice. Demi Moore. Yeah, Demi know? Moore is still still involved in his life. Yeah, it's a good sign if your ex wife is still part yeah. of your life. Um, I just saw a, recently. I just saw a random piece of trivia that the reason that Bruce Willis was on Friends was because he lost a bet to Matthew Perry. They were in a movie together, and and I don't know what Matthew Perry would have lost or if Bruce Willis won, but he literally did the three episode arc on friends because he lost a bet to Matthew Perry. Oh, they they were in the whole nine yards. That's what it was. Yeah. And then like the whole 10 yards, Uh, which was awful. awful. But the first one was pretty good. It was fun. Yeah. Um, I'm Uh, not a big fan of Matthew Perry, but he was pretty good in that. Yeah. But Bruce Willis on friends is one of my favorite things. Oh yeah. Like he's so good on that show. Well, he's great. And it was great to see him come back to TV. And again, it's just, it's, uh, it's just a fun, different kind of show, yeah. and it's yeah. like it's really like nothing you've ever seen. Okay, so I'm go definitely for it. gonna check it out. So that's I mean I'm sure there's other crap. All I do is consume media, but that's all I can think of with those two things. Let's uh, right. switch off to, to uh, video games. Yeah. yeah, I haven't been playing as many video games, although God knows they've had so many sales yeah. on the PlayStation Network. You're um, getting out of control. You got a yeah. problem. I got to stop buying things. Uh, as I say, I bought something this morning. Did you? Um, Dishonored too. Oh, uh, nice! My, my uh, Phoebe's brother-in-law t- 
talked about we were talking video games when it was visiting and he was talking about how Dishonored 2 is his favorite game of our all buddy time. Greg loves the Dishonored yeah. series I I remember kind of playing the first one yeah but it was it was on sale for like five bucks oh, yeah. I was like it was like 80 percent off and I was like okay yeah I've got like, I, I'm not gonna get to it for like two years <laughs> but like exactly. it goes like, on yeah. the pile yeah yeah I bought that uh I think they were having like a bundle years yeah, ago for yeah. like five bucks and i got oh, yeah. all of the dishonored oh nice nice games and uh yeah I, that those are ones that i'm always looking at when i scroll past all of my right. shame right yeah, i should probably pop <laughs> oh, that yeah, I, yeah. Think I, I will give that a shot uh but yeah other than that like i did i did callisto protocol was one of the free games for october yeah. for playstation plus people um i did play that a little bit uh i did the opening yeah uh, it's it's interesting. I mean, I'm curious to play yeah. more of it. It's I, just the it's it's always weird when you have a very recognizable actor like Josh Duhamel. Yes, yes, as the lead, and then it's just Uncanny Valley. It's not. Yeah, yeah. It's not bad. Yeah, the graphics are good, but it's just. Off enough? It, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and, it, and it's it seems interesting. I'm, I'm obviously playing it for the story. So yeah. Like, it's one of those I, you're going to play on. I'll probably play the same I, way on easy. I, the, the easiest mode I can. Because yeah. <laughs> so, I just want to play through the story. Um, but the big one uh, is that uh, Spider-Man 2 came Peter out. Man. It's the first game I have bought uh, the day it came out in a long, long time. Oh, yeah. It's um, uh, Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man's. Yeah. It's really funny when they're like the opening. The opening's fantastic. The the even before the titles, like that whole opening sequence, mm-hmm. the big fight, and it's really rad. Oh yeah, and, and great to see that. Not to spoil anything, but great yeah. to see that villain. We haven't yeah. really seen him. Yeah, and and, and and depicted in such a great way. Yes, and and the best part about it is that it's like there's obviously two Spider Men, and they talk to each other while they're like fighting, and like because they help each other, but they literally just call each other Spider Man. Yeah, and it's so weird. Where <laughs> he's just like Spider Man, come help me, and he's like, okay, Spider Man. Like, because well, what if somebody's listening? I know, but I mean, it's just name. It's just funny. It's like there's just two Spider Men. Okay, like this is that's just what it is. It's your code name. Um, but I've only played through a little bit, uh, a couple hours. Uh, I did. It was great though. Like the sequence. Uh, where the Osborne kid comes back. Harry. Harry. Harry comes back and and it's like he's like, Hey, we're gonna go ride bikes. Yeah. And I was like it was like they used uh like the the music was from Cigarette Daydream mm-hmm. by Cage the Elephant. Yeah. None of the lyrics, but like I literally woke up this morning with that song stuck in my head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well I got to while you guys were away, the game came and you were sweet enough to let me yeah. uh play it a little bit. Before you snatched it away from me, I, um, which I totally don't I blame do not, you for. Not apologizing no, for that. I would have done the same, but I got I got a chunk. I mean, I, you know, yeah. not pretty far, but I played a a good couple of days. You know, yeah, a few hours. Um, and I will say this: I think, yeah, the big set pieces and stuff are super fun, and yeah. amazing, and great. But what I really love about these games are the small moments, like yeah. you said, about Harry coming back. Yeah, or, yeah. You know, there's this whole, there's a couple of things. These, they're not spoilers, but there's like a whole sequence where you go to Coney Island, you know, yeah. and you start yeah. off going as as uh, as Miles, mm-hmm. and then you do this thing with Mysterio, which is awesome. Nice. Awesome. And I think there's more of them, and it might be my favorite mini oh, game nice, nice. of all. Yeah. And, uh, and then you get booted out of there, and you don't feel good, and then... Uh, Peter and Mary. Is it Mary? 
no. Um, Mary Jane? Yeah, Mary Jane. Yeah, yeah sorry. Uh, Peter and Mary Jane and Harry come, and they all introduce each other to each other. I mean, the you yeah. know, Harry and – I mean, to, they, to, to Harry, you know. Yeah. And because uh, uh, Genji – what's the kid's name? Genji. Genki? Genki. 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 Uh, he's with them, and, and they're like, come on, hang out. And he's like, oh, I don't feel so good. Let's just go home. So then you switch over to the buds. So, right, right. And it's just basically you're going around Coney Island, going on rides and playing yeah, games yeah. And, and and having small moments where you can sit on the benches or lean against the thing and talk to your friends and get yeah. a little more insight into how they're feeling. And, and there's this great – and the side missions, too. Yeah. Very different. They're, there's this one – again, not spoiling anything. It's just a small side mission where – this girl's like, hey, help me find my grandpa. Yeah. And so you find some clues to figure out where he is. And when you finally figure out where he is, he's just sitting on a bench looking at this thing. And you sit down next to him and have like a five-minute conversation. Yeah. Just yeah. listen to the guy talk about his wife and, yeah. and stuff. And yeah. it's just – it's those moments that just bring everything to life. And it yeah, feels it's, like you're – you know, you're, you're – you're, uh, it's like a Spider-Man sim, you know. Yeah, you feel yeah. Like you're really it's in it. A very, very fleshed-out world. The world there's much. There's so many more pedestrians and cars and yeah. conversation. Like you talking about this thing. Yeah, was, you can literally hang out next to two NPCs. I, I saw this on Reddit. I haven't actually played this yet, but it's like two nannies and they're just talking. And she, one of them, fully admits that she's like, "I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I kind of got this job through a fluke, and like, I don't know what I'm doing." The other one's like, yeah, "None of us really know what we're doing." And it's like. <laughs> You're NPCs. What are you doing? What are you talking about? Well, it just gives so much. You could just yeah. walk around the streets, yeah. you know, and the swinging and the and the suit and the and the flight thing, yeah. and it's very fluid. It's oh, just yeah. It's it. I I am very very excited to play through all of it, uh, and in and all the little mini games and all the stuff you have to play and, and do all that seem very interesting. Oh, they're and, great. Yeah, they're great. It's, and it's not tedious. It's just like it's funny. I, I watched this. I, I told you this yesterday. I watched this uh, like YouTube reel. Where this kid was kind of uh, dinging IGN. Oh yeah, because it's yeah. He, and he's he was so right in in because he was parroting the review of Spider Man Two and he's like Spider Man Two it's better than Spider Man in every way. He's eh, although it is twenty hours and twenty hours seems like a long time for me to play. I'd rather it be shorter. And there's so much things to do. I mean, there's so much to do that I would like less things to do. But even though this is the greatest game ever, much better than the first Spider Man, which got a ten, I'm going to give it an eight. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, well, why? Yeah, I yeah. I am very happy with it. I am glad I pre-ordered it. Yeah, I, it's one of the few times I trust Insomniac Games. They they are very good at this stuff. Quality product. They're not going to put yeah. out something yeah. bad. And it's the fastest selling uh, PlayStation Studios game ever. Nice, uh, nice. Because I mean, everybody knew it was going to be great. Yeah, just, yeah. It would have been, it would have been worse than the Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven <laughs> debacle if this came yeah. out as yeah. crap. And on, and I've had some glitches. Yeah. I'll be honest. Uh, I popped through the roof a couple of times and was stuck in yeah. the building and under the oh, thing, really? and I couldn't. Yeah. I had to restart, restart yeah. the mission or whatever. But that happened a couple of times, and then just some popping and some yeah. you know weird stuff, but nothing game breaking or immersion right, breaking, right. except for that one part, you know, where I got trapped yeah, in the building. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's uh, you know. But they're they're going to keep tweaking it, and and it'll you know I mean and you can't get away from when something so technologically complex. Yeah, there's always yeah. going to be some weird mechanic that they didn't try in the testing phase. That, right, like right. whatever I did to get trapped in the building, right. you right. know, it was like some weird glitch. Yeah, but it's going to happen. I'm speaking of Phantom Liberty. Uh, I'm uh, speaking of uh, Cyber. Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> yeah, uh, I got the Phantom Liberty. Yes. expansion. I think you did. Yeah, too, I did. So. I did. Yeah. Um. 
Uh, uh, so good. So, yeah. so good. Honestly, and this is weird, but the one thing that I don't, that I'm a little disappointed in is Idris Elba. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I, it's just his performance is a little kind of lackluster. Oh, really? Interesting. It's good, and, it's, and, and his character is very intriguing, and the story is great. But there are times where it just seems like he's, you know, yeah. it's kind of like running through the motions. Here um, I am wearing a big suit with all these dots on my face. And come on, V. Come on, V. We got to get out of here. You can also hear him snoring as he falls asleep while he's doing his lines. <laughs> no, he, he's great. It's it's totally what I love. It's like a spy thriller. Yeah. It opens up with the president crashing in Dogtown, which is like a walled off part of cyberpunk, yeah. and it's very much like a. Um, Escape from New York. Yeah. The John yeah. Carpenter flick. Yeah. It's got that vibe. But it's just, they they revamped most of the game. And yeah. it plays amazingly. And it, it Cyberpunk is in my top five of yeah. favorite games. I yeah. love a good RPG. And I love, uh, I love that, you know, uh, Blade Runner, Cyberpunk mm. kind of essence you know with yeah, robots yeah. And, and augmentations yeah, and yeah, yeah, and yeah, all that stuff sure. and it plays it really well and and the and what's really funny is there's like i don't know four or five different endings or six mm-hmm. different endings and it's so good that i've played through all of them oh, and wow, all of the wow. endings are so different i was telling you there's one it's not much of a spoiler it's just a, uh, but there's one ending which it turns into a horror movie Oh, weird. Yeah. You know, where you have this thing stalking you that you can't kill. And if it finds you, instant ki- instant oh, wow. death. So yeah. you have to be very careful to maneuver around that. Oh, wow. and, it, and and 80% of the people probably never saw it because they right. didn't do right. that specific right. thing to get go, to, go that to that ending. ending yeah. And uh, I'm a couple of – yeah, I'm not a big trophy guy. I'm not a trophy hunter for PlayStation. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, I do have one platinum. For Spider-Man, Miles Morales. Yeah. And I think I might uh, be getting a platinum for Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk. 2017. Nice. I'm like two trophies away. So nice. I'm, nice. I'm like, I got to do it. I got Yeah, it. if it's only two more, sure. You know, and they're, they're doable. They're not like... It's not like a... Play through six different times. Or play with ten people online simultaneously. <laughs> or the hardest is like when you... To get the platinum, you have to play through every difficulty level. Ugh. And it's like, F you, man. That's yeah. like six... Yeah. Please, that's like that's, 300 hours. Yeah, that's, that's, that is not something I want to do. But uh, but those are the two. I, I'm still playing a little bit of Baldur's Gate, which I love. But but Phantom Liberty sucked me in. I I think once I finish Spider Man Two, and I'm probably gonna hundred percent it, uh, <laughs> just not? because like I want to get all the suits, yeah. and I want to get all the stuff, and I want to I want to explore every inch of that game. Uh, I I think after that I'm gonna dive into Cyberpunk. Yeah, it's I, I'm I'm uh, I'm envious because I think uh, you're you're playing it the way it was meant to be played. Yeah. And I'm definitely going to do a, uh, a play, another playthrough of yeah. Cyberpunk. Yeah. Pro- not right away. I need to distance myself and <laughs> play something else for a little bit. But I'd like to play, you know, because the, the game is very different, whether you play as a male or a female V, mm-hmm. you know, your romance choices and such. And, you know, there's just a lot of different choices that lead to different endings. And I've experienced a lot of the endings. I'm just – because I just want to. I just want to yeah. see what happens because they're – they're so wildly different and interesting that it's it's worth you know right. doing a save and playing through. Right, it's like a right. whole extra level or whatever. So I think you're going to really enjoy it. Yeah, uh, I'll take it personally if you don't. 
Yeah, um, I, you should. Yeah, <laughs> as the owner of CD Projekt Red, you. I you, wish you should. Yeah, uh, actually, I'd, I wish I was Insomniac more than. <sighs> Man, so good. All right, well, I think that's all we got. We'll be back next week, starting our Hitchcockian comedy month. Yeah, that's. Uh, we're gonna do a little bit of uh, Throw Mama from the Train. Yep. Some foul play. Yeah. And some uh, So It Married an Axe Murder. Yeah. Yeah, so we got that coming up next month. Happy Halloween. Enjoy your treats and your tricks. Uh, Watch these movies that we covered this month. I think our picks would be, for me, uh, No Hard Feelings and Totally Killer. Yeah. For movies. Yeah, I got to watch both of those for sure. Uh, and then for TV shows, I would say Loki, if you're a fan. Yeah, yeah. Loki's And uh, Moonlighting. Yeah. If you have seen it, you're really going to enjoy watching it again. If you haven't seen it, you're going to have a lot of fun uh, watching Bruce Willis and Simple Shepard be yeah. kooky. Yeah, and go down some YouTube rabbit holes. Go it's down fun. some YouTube rabbit holes. YouTube rabbit holes. Go, go through some YouTube rabbit holes and grab yourself Spider-Man 2 if you've got a PS5. Peace! Oh, I hate that. <laughs> you got water? Yeah, it's right here, Jim. Okay, because we were both pretty smacky last time. It was gross. I'm getting it all out now. Okay. (laughs) We now return you to your regularly scheduled programming, Seen Elsewhere, already in progress.